Have you ever seen, like, had a moment where you've, like, seen a guy um, and just <laughs> just right away started planning your future together? Oh my gosh, yes. All I've the done time. this since probably middle school and I've actually read about it <laughs> as the Enneagram thing. I have a daydreaming <laughs> problem, like a serious daydreaming problem. Me too. But like it happens every once in a while. It happened to me today where I'm like driving and I see someone that I'm like, ooh, he's super attractive. And then within the next 30 seconds, I've planned our future. We <laughs> got married. It was a beautiful marriage. <laughs> our children are gorgeous. And then he drives away and I'm just like, do you like mourn no. the loss? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, it's never going to happen. I'm so sad. And all yeah. of a sudden, I'm heartbroken. Yeah. For literally no reason. Yeah. But because your husband just my husband married just you left and me. left you within 30 seconds. Shoot, it's a rough day. <laughs> it's a rough go. Oh, poor me. Um. So instead of us saying, like, how our week is, well, hello, everyone. Hello, First guys. Of all. Wow, I just Should we I tell was where just we are? Yeah. Oh my god, you guys were in a brand new studio. It's beautiful. Uh we loved we love our, our old one. It was great. Yeah. Uh but this one's fancy. I'm like staring at a picture of us on the screen. Yeah. So we look so fancy and I'm We look here. very nice. I don't look like that right no. now. <laughs> not at all. Oh, no, I'm not just saying you, I'm saying I me mean, too. Yeah, neither of us. We we got real ready for our photo shoot. Not today. Not today. Didn't do it. Didn't do a thing today. Didn't do a thing. But that's fine. Um but how are you? Are you good? I'm how good. are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Um, instead of us talking about like how our weeks were, mm-hmm. I thought I've I've read a few emails where it's just simply people saying like, "Tell us a story. Tell us like something interesting." I or saw something those crazy. Too. Yeah, they want to get to know us. Yes, which I love because I feel like we did our introductory episode. Yes, you know. But the fact that they want more, guys, That's it warms true. my heart. It warms we're my heart. Really cool. We're fun. <laughs> we're a good time. And I love that you want to hear more about yes. us. That's great. Um, so I'm going to just say, mm, I guess you could say it's like an interesting fact, but it also proves that like I have the worst luck in the entire. I'm very universe. aware of that. Taryn has the worst luck ever. It's hilarious. It's. I remember when I first met you. I was like, yeah, all right. Everyone thinks I'm lying. She would tell me stories. I'd be like, yeah, right. And but then because- the longer our friendship went on, the more I was like, shoot. <laughs> Girl. This poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because, like, you know how everyone always is like, if that would happen to anyone, it happened to me. Like, that's a very popular yeah. phrase, but, like, I actually mean it. But legitimately, yes. it will. Ha- it would happen to you. Yes. Yeah, I agree um, with that. Okay, so this interesting fact has to do with my pearly whites, my teeth, or pearly, okay. pearly off-whites, <laughs> more accurate. Um, so I had to go to the dentist. I have a huge fear of the dentist. She does. I hadn't been for years. So when I finally went in, he a was like- A year or years? Oh, ye- years. Oh, years. I added a Taren, little that's pause. Bad. I know it's bad. Um, like, I, I feel bad for you, but then I don't feel bad for that's you. That's fine. Because you should have done that a long need, time ago. I don't need your sympathy. <laughs> um, so I went in, and the guy, like, did the x-rays. I prepped him ahead of time. I will cry at some point in our meeting. I'm so sorry. So he sits and he tells me I had to get a root canal. And then he was like, and it looks like one of your teeth that you had a root canal already, like something's going on. And I was like, okay, bro, I feel like when you get a root canal, like you're just done. Like they, mm-hmm. they like gut out your tooth, right? Yeah, like you're yeah. done. That's exactly what they do. Yes. So I was, I of course, I started like sobbing hysterically and <laughs> saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Can you just imagine being the, like the dentist? 
and you're like a grown just starts, woman. A grown woman just starts sobbing in your chair. What do you do? Like you, you don't give him a sticker. You no, don't give him a sucker. No, he didn't know what to do. So, anyways, so I have to go to the specialist, and of course, he starts like doing my intake stuff and takes an X-ray, and then he goes, "Um, are you Asian?" And I was like. <laughs> No. (laughs) If any of you listening have seen me, like I'm clear, like I clearly don't look like I have anyone in my family that is Asian or anything like that. So I was like, no. And he basically goes on to tell me I have C-shape roots, right? My teeth. I have C-shape roots. or So I'm sure there's like a technical C, C, like the letter. So your roots curve? Yeah. So then he, he says, um, but it's very interesting because less than 1% of white people have this type of tooth structure. Like, of course. What? <laughs> I lay there. I can't believe your roots curve. That's insane. They curve. Well, so if so they that, pull out a tooth, it doesn't, like, how I do- don't really. It's, like, inside the tooth. I, I have, like, x-ray pictures, but basically... The last time I got a root canal, they just drilled straight. Yeah. So and it he left. patched me up, and then I had all this like stuff still in my tooth that then got infected. It was just a mess. Oh so God. he was looking at me, and he told me that. And I looked at him, and I said, that sounds about right. <laughs> Thank oh you, God. sir. Please continue. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? I can't. How, what's the percentage again? What did you say Less it was? Less than one. Less than one? Less than one percent. I can't. But, but like, of course, you're in that percentage. Because that's Taryn, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. that is Taryn. Well, I have a very interesting, fun fact that involves my teeth, too. <gasps> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> if we're doing, if do we're it. telling stories about teeth, do like it, this is it. the most appropriate that's time. I have a fake front tooth. And I've had a fake front tooth <laughs> since I was in fourth grade. I tried my hand at softball and I never <laughs> tried it again <laughs> because. Oh, you don't play softball got, like I me? <laughs> <laughs> Throwback to episode what? Was that one? one? Dang. Dang. Um, yeah, I was in fourth grade and I wanted to try softball and I got hit in the mouth. Oh my with gosh. With the ball Ouch. and my front tooth shattered. So, yeah, I have a fake front Gosh. tooth, and uh, I named her Tina back in the Tina, day. Tina, we love She's doing Tina. great. She's still there. Um, but <laughs> uh, I don't know why we're talking about our teeth. I don't know either. I don't know either, the but people that's us, guys. Know. <laughs> you asked for a random fact. You did ask for that's it. That's a good random fact. Um, how was your week, Taryn? You know, it's been pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I... My life is very hectic right now, so it's been a little bit stressful. You're on what, wedding four? Oh my God. <laughs> right now. Everyone and their mother decided to get married and invite All at the me. Same time. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but not just invite you, like invite you and give you a very, a very intentional, important job. <laughs> so Taryn's yes. been very stressed lately. Yeah, I know. I fly to San Francisco. Next she's a week. bridesmaid for all of them, uh, and she's doing which important so, things for like, all of them, which is great. I'm so excited! It's, Yay! They love. love you. They want you there, and yeah. you're an important person to them. But oh shoot, she's so totally. busy. Maybe I'm, I'm because I'm probably like the only single person still alive. So everyone's like, oh, let's give her all the jobs. <laughs> she's got nothing to do. We're trying to raise family. Only single person still alive, period. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Uh, How are you? You good? Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty good. Um, Still, you know, still just plugging along, doing my thing, doing my thing. But I wanted to say that I um, am very excited for 
all of the letters everyone's been sending in. Yes. I feel like um, they're so good. They're getting so good. You guys are actually going into which I'm not saying you were be- you weren't before. Yeah, but you guys are going into so much detail. There's titles now, mm-hmm. which I love the titles because that the titles are what like get my attention Grab right them, away. Yeah. I'm like, ooh. I have to read this one. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like in the past I would just read a few and then I'd pick one. Yeah. I'm reading through so many because yeah. they're actually so interesting. And, and so I'm starting to like, I um I think I told you guys, but me and Taryn have files in our email. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to like swipe That's up the I good ones that I'm putting, in my, I'm putting in my file. And I'm like, well, that I'll, I'll do that this week or I'll, yeah. I'll, I want to do that eventually, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys for being open and getting so creative with your stories. Yes. Um, I... I feel like you should go first because mine is so freaking intense. Oh, shoot. Oh, my gosh. Like, this girl's story is intense. Oh, okay. And I actually did, like, a lot of research on, like, advice to give her, which, by the way, okay. Mm, mm, I know, mm-hmm. like, this whole thing, like, we joke about it a lot. And yeah. it is funny. And it is true. We are very unqualified to give yeah, advice. It's very, yes. We just are two girls who love people. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have education in it. I just want to, you know, <laughs> say again. Uh, <laughs> but, like, we really aren't, like, qualified. Mm-hmm. But the more, like, I was listening to one of our episodes the other day, and I was like, oh, shoot. Dang us. <laughs> and I've had so many people, like, even my cousin the other day, she texted me and was like, Dude, I was bawling during your episode because I'm going through the same situation, and honestly, it helped me so much. See, I've heard similar things, too, and it kind of blows my mind because you guys, I don't think you really, you guys don't know you weren't there, but like when we first started talking about this podcast, we were expecting it to be more on the humorous side, Yeah, which I feel like it is. Oh, yeah. It definitely still is. Because we're hilarious. I mean, (laughs) we are so funny. I should basically (laughs) be a comedian. (laughs) Um, We were just planning on it being a little more like lighthearted, but um, the more in-depth stories that you guys have been sending us one really resonate with me and Taryn yeah. and I have just been getting the best feedback on those stories Yeah, even more than the funny stories which we still want the funny stories because I, oh I love we I love, love a good, good laugh. funny story yes. so um, definitely want that but yeah I've I've been blown away by the responses from yeah. the serious stories too well and people like some of the stories I read it just breaks my heart because people are genuinely like they're not just trying to send in a story because they want to be on it I'm sure mm-hmm. that's part of it but like they like genuinely want, need help or want help. Yeah. And it's like, we're these two people, we're reading their story anonymously. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just been really cool. I love like how this podcast has like taken form. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've had the most random people, and I know you have too, um, in my life come up or 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 reach out to me yeah. um, through email or yeah. through text messaging or, or DMing or any other form. Yeah. I've had the most random people that I haven't talked to in such a long time reach out and say, hey, like, love your fun podcast. fact, love your podcast. And like, I actually binged it the other day and I'm like, you binged it? And yeah. I haven't talked to you in years. Yeah. What? That makes me so excited. Um, I just, and like men, I it. children, yeah. women. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't tell you. What? 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 I freaking got, someone stopped me in Starbucks and was like, hey, do you have a podcast? Shush! It was like last week and or no, it was a girl because I drove through and she goes, this is such a random question, but do you have a podcast? And I was like, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. We have officially arrived. Oh, my God. Yes. And that happened at home or out here? At home. Oh, my God. Not even out here. I know. Wow. I know. That's crazy. Hasn't happened to me yet, but. 
if and when. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Yeah. That'll be a good yeah. time. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys so much for your um, yes, we love stories and going in depth and, and being vulnerable with us. And thank you so much for the wonderful feedback. It's going straight to our heads. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even trying we're to not, pretend. We're not even trying to pretend anymore. We're just, we're loving it. We're eating it up. Yes. Um, should we get into our stories? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with mine since you said yours is serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like an unspoken thing. The serious ones go last yeah, so that we give like, them yeah, yeah, yeah. significant We need to give them time. their due time, yes. Um, well, <clears throat> this one uh, is from a girl named Becca who gave us her name. So thank you, Becca. Becca. Hi, Becca. Um, she titled this one, Help. I'm unmotivated and I can't get it back. Aww. Which I've been there before. Been there, so. Man. Um, very excited to read this one off to you. Let me just <clears throat> fold my paper. Okay. So I can read ASMR. it better this way. I know. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> uh, dear Ashley and Taryn, over the past year and a half, I have been working on living a healthier lifestyle. I started working out consistently and paying attention to what I eat. As a result, I lost 50 pounds. Good Dang. for you, Becca. That That's is a like a five-year-old child. <laughs> That is so good. I'm That's so awesome. proud of you. That is that is magnificent. Good job. Um, she continues. I gained 50 pounds while I was back in college. So finally getting it back into my uh, pre-college. Oh, wait. So finally getting back into mm. my pre-college weight is such a great feeling. I'm sure I can't imagine. Um, she continues. But I am still not quite where I want to be yet. I still have more to lose before I feel healthy and I'm in a good place problem is I have completely lost my motivation. Mm. As I was losing 50 pounds, I worked out five times a week, which is crazy. That's a Dang, lot. That's a lot. That's Monday through Friday. Yeah. Um, by doing cardio and lifting weights, I was tracking my food and being consistent. I used to love working out and I was so motivated doing it. A couple of months ago, I hurt my shoulder, probably from working out too heavy <laughs> and too much, and had to let my shoulder rest and stop lifting as much. I have slowly and completely lost all motivation to work out and eat well. I'm afraid I will gain back the weight, and I worked so hard to lose it. Mm. She continues, unfolding my paper. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any advice on how to gain that motivation back? As sluggish and as lazy as I feel, it isn't enough to make me motivated again. I guess since I cannot do certain workouts and my options of what I can do at the gym have changed, I just have stopped trying as hard. I need to change something soon or all of my progress will be stripped away. I used to feel so proud of the progress that I had made, but now I feel very discouraged and embarrassed because I haven't been able to keep it up and continue to make healthy decisions and progress towards my goal. Any help or advice you can give would be super appreciated. I love the podcast. Keep being awesome. Love, Becca. 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 Well, Becca, I'm going to go ahead and let Ashley talk about this. And homegirl, I'm going to listen too because (laughs) I am literally right there. But you're not. Well, but I am. I ate Chick-fil-A today. I'm not planning to go to the gym. There's nothing wrong with Chick-fil-A. We are Chick-fil-A. not coming at Chick-fil-A. No. I want to make that very clear. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I feel like I am I can relate with her. Okay. Like, I've, I've made a lot of progress physically, but then I feel like I'm in, like, a very, like, blah place. Yeah. So I'm going to let you take this over because I am so impressed with your dedication and your motivation. <laughs> Look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. So I want you to speak into Becca's life and to mine, please. Okay, go. Well, first of all, I want to say, Taryn, you inspired me too because you went through a huge life change. What? It wasn't even a year ago. 
and know, yeah. you lost a lot of weight too. Thanks, and babe. I definitely relate. I think every person can relate to this story yeah. on multiple levels. We've all been in situations or times of our lives, especially in school, mm-hmm. especially in college when you're so stressed yeah. or work is so stressed. The next thing you know, you're a little chunkier. Like yeah. it's just like, it's one of those things, like your health and uh, what you eat comes last. Like yeah. I just, I think back to my finals in college and how I lived every day. Like you can't help it. You need to stay awake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're eating at midnight. I had a bagel and cream cheese like yeah. every single night because it was carbs Sounds and it great. kept me up, you know, and it's not. And it's like one of my favorite things. And like things like that go out the door when bigger things take priority. Yeah, and that's totally. life. And I think what's important um, like right away is to recognize that and mm-hmm. not be mad at yourself for prioritizing school or for prioritizing work because that is the bigger important thing. Yeah. And I think she is Becca. It sounds like you're letting it affect you because she used like the word embarrassed or yeah. like waste and stuff like that. So. I think she's starting to let, like, how she feels now, like, mm-hmm. kind of not, like, it's taking over her view of, like, and she's not 50 pounds, like, holy crap. Yeah, that's, that's unreal. Even if the she gained of dedica- back. Dedication, I can't talk. Yeah. The amount of dedication <laughs> it takes to drop 50 that's pounds. insane, yeah. Is a lot. So, obviously. Acknowledge that. I just want to say, I mean, obviously, you are, you totally. are capable of doing totally. this. Totally. More capable than most people. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I, I struggle with just, like. A few pounds here and there, mm-hmm. and trying to trying to like fluctuate and not fluctuate and stuff like that. Yeah. Dropping fifty is the most dedication Dude. I can imagine. Yeah. So, um, obviously, Becca, you are physically capable and mentally capable of doing this mm-hmm. again and staying on the path that you've chosen to take. Um, something for me that I feel like has really changed everything, <laughs> everything. in my life, um, and it also started around college. Um, cause I didn't get into fitness until college. I wasn't, oh, really? I wasn't active in any way. I, again, softball did no sports. <laughs> I didn't, that was fourth grade. Didn't touch it ever yeah. after that. <laughs> I also had asthma as a child. Oh my gosh. So, poor thing. Yeah. It was You're a rough toothless, go. It was a heavy rough breather. You should have seen me try to run the mile. It was not okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really, I started finding, um, comfort and, uh, I've, I would de-stress a lot. Um, Because I tend to hold in like my thoughts and emotions at the gym. I would just work it out at the gym. Um, But what I ended up doing was I started surrounding myself when I was on that like weight loss grind and health and fitness grind. Mm -hmm. um, I started surrounding myself with positive, healthy things. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just real quickly like name a few. There's a few podcasts that I listened to um, that were all about like mentally getting yourself in the right place, which yeah. which I can like share on my socials. But yeah. um, I followed a lot of YouTubers. Um, I follow a lot of fitness girls on YouTube from Australia randomly. I swear they're all from Australia. Yeah. Um, and they just do little daily routine videos where it shows what they eat, um, how they work out. And little little tips and tricks that they use to yeah. stay fit, and that would motivate me. And then I followed a lot of people on Instagram. I started deleting food Instagram accounts that I had followed. Mm-hmm. I started deleting. I didn't want to see it. I was like, no, not so yummy though, right? Not so yummy. I love because so yummy. It's art. It's art. It's, it's pure art. It's so good. Sometimes I want to cry because the cake is <laughs> so tasty. pretty. They're so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I started. I started deleting things that were um, causing me to lose that mindset. Yeah. And that included people that I thought had a, a negative look on life or or were wanting me to binge on anything. Yeah. And I, I don't mean it doesn't always mean food. Sometimes 
I, I mean, I deleted a lot of girls that I followed that were posting a lot of bikini pics that were upsetting me. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. That's so like, healthy. It doesn't yeah. have to always be around food. It can be, like, mentally, too. Yeah. Um, but I started following positive people. I started making sure I gave myself time to, um, like, mentally and spiritually take care of myself mm-hmm. as well. Because I felt like when I started my day off strong in the morning, if I couldn't work out in the morning and I worked out at night, it was very important that I listened to uplifting music. Yeah. Um, that I listened to positive thinking sermons or podcasts or yeah. something to keep myself motivated. And um, one of the biggest things that changed my life was creating a doable meal plan. Okay. Um, and that it doesn't have to be something that you stick with every single day, but having like a, a little bag of vegetables to grab mm-hmm. when you, when you're running out the door or a little bag of fruit that's already prepared that you don't even have to think, you don't even have time to be like, yeah. Oh, I guess I'll just drive through. No, it's already, it's already made. Yeah. And it's sitting in the fridge. Yeah. Um, that changed my life. Too. That's cool. Yeah. I think too, like get yourself, um, an accountability partner that mm-hmm. you're comfortable with, like really, really getting into like talking about your insecurities, talking about your fears, talking about your feelings, and then someone you trust that's going to, like, encourage you because Ashley is that for me for sure. (laughs) And there's been times where I've literally texted her, I'm in my sweats already, I'm not moving, I need help. Go. It's and true. And she'll literally send me like gif after gif, gif. I don't, what is that word? I say gif. Who made up that word? It's, it's not stupid. a J. It's a G. Gif. So gif. That's okay. how I think of it. But okay. I know people go 50-50. <laughs> so. um, but she'll send me those. She'll be like, no, get up. Taryn, now. You can do this. Think of the summer. Think of your bikini. I'm trying think of what think, you're working. I'm trying to think of, because there have been times where she's told me that, obviously. And um. I forget what I said, but I would just go on a rant. Dude, she would go, like, my phone would be blowing up. And then in my mind, I'm like, what have I done? I'd <laughs> like, be like, you are better than this. Yeah. You deserve better than this. Get those sweatpants that off. That burrito's gross. Put it down. You can do it. What but did you I know? say? What did I, <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember exactly what I said, and I can't remember. But you were you were talking about a burrito or a burger or I wanted something. a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, burritos are for losers. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, Ash. <laughs> I went so hard, which I don't mean that. I love burritos. Yeah, burritos like, Actually, burritos and tacos. But that's what I need, and she knew that, like, I responded to that. And so then I, like, send her a snap of me so angry at the gym. But it's like, it got me there when I could not physically by myself do it. You yeah, know? and I think my sister's been that for me, too. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry I can't support you. The healthiest, like, the healthiest <laughs> I've ever been, it's because my sister would push me yeah, and I would yeah, push yeah. her. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really crazy. I know the thing is I know Taryn and I know Taryn is very competitive. Yeah. And <laughs> um so like the best thing you can do is just be like, Are you kidding me? Like You suck. And I'm like, No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> she she will rise to the occasion, which yes. I know not everyone is like that. Um, but yeah, I just I I think I think Becca, you're not giving yourself enough credit. I yeah. think fifty pounds is massive and I think you still even even if it's been a year, you still need to celebrate that fifty pounds yeah, totally. because that is a monumental achievement. Yeah. Um and I think all all you need to do is is realize that we all get in funks. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm in a good place right now, personally myself, but a year ago, no. Yeah. I wasn't. And I was in a bad place with food, like my how I viewed food and how I viewed myself. Um so I would do something like that. Yeah. I would I would start being very intentional with how you wake up in the morning and how you view yourself. And um, just because you can't lift heavy anymore, 
doesn't mean that you can't kill your workout in other yeah. ways. I would follow trainers online. I would follow Instagrammers and and find other workouts and just try all of them until you find one that makes you feel just as good as lifting. Yeah, or even like put some headphones in, put a playlist in and go for like a medium to hard walk. You know what I mean? Like at least do something. Yeah, and I think a common mistake um, for people, especially for you, if you were working out like crazy and you were lifting heavy, I think a common mistake is is trying to jump right back into where you were. Um, But if you have been taking a break, then your body isn't going to be where you're at mentally. Yeah. You know, you're like, I can handle that when your muscles are like, "Uh, it's been a couple months. (laughs) We need a minute. I can do that, you know? Yeah. Um, So I think just mentally start just start over again fresh slate um you've been there you've done that you know you can do it so you just got to start fresh and and find new workouts um that'll get you there and yeah accountability partners yeah that's a big deal do it and you are obviously so physically capable of doing this um so yeah you got this girl also a playlist is everything yeah i feel like workouts today like the, the more I work out, the more it, bec- it comes down to what music I'm listening to. Yeah, like the totally. harder I work out, it's because I'm listening to some crazy song yeah. in, my, <laughs> in my head. Yeah. It's bad. Um, but yeah, Becca, thank you so much for being open with us and yeah. sending us your um, email. I wish you all the luck in the world. Yes. I know you're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so excited um, for you to reach your goal because I know you will because yeah. you obviously can. Totally. You got this, girl. Mm. We love you. High five through the mic. Mm. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's take a break and let's get into your super intense oh my gosh, you're not ready. story, which, whew. No, you're not ready. Whew. Okay. 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 Break. <laughs> hey, guys. We just wanted to take a second to just say thank you for being a part of our little unsolicited advice family. We love you guys so much, and it would mean so much to us if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast. Spread the word. Spread the love. Yes. Give advice to everyone. Advice for you. Advice for your mom. Advice for your friends. Change the world. (laughs) Help us get the word out there. And uh, yeah, that would mean so much to us. And uh, back to the show. All right, let's do this. You ready? Yeah, I'm so ready. Okay. Um, No, this is like a legit story um it like very serious and it caught me like I my first of all I was just like on the edge of my seat reading it but also like my heart for this girl breaks so much um because she definitely has like a long road ahead Mm -hmm. um so yeah I I definitely I have a lot of like research and stuff to say but just like jump in at any time that's my favorite thing to do actually you love to jump in when I'm like huh <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, oh, you're about to say something? This is a good time. Let me do it now. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Okay. Um, so she's anonymous. Um, and I'm just gonna get into it. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently on a student exchange in France right now. One night my exchange family decided to go out to eat at a fancy restaurant. Everything was going great, the food was amazing, and so was the service. Right before dessert, I had to use the washroom, so I asked where it was. I wish I said cool things like washroom. I wonder where she is. That's a very know, European where she's thing from. Yeah. to say. Or like, you know, like Australians will say like jumper mm-hmm. for like sweater. Mm-hmm. I don't say anything cool or pop for soda. But that's that's where we go, the things we say. It's very American. So you're fine. We suck. Okay. We suck. Anyway, sorry. Um, Just start saying washroom yeah. from now on. Well, where's the washroom? Where are you from? Uh, uh, OC. LA. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, 
This is where the night quickly started to turn. I walked into the washroom and I saw three guys, probably 20 to 25 years old. Um, They were pulling up their pants, so I immediately walked back out thinking I was in the wrong bathroom and thinking, that's embarrassing. But I looked at the door and it had both the men and women sign on it, so I walked back in. Side note, there are a lot of mixed washrooms in France. I don't know why, but one side is the women's and the other side is for guys and you share a sink. And she says, you guys probably know that because you travel. I did not know that. Um, I've seen them. I've never... Where you have to like walk through the guy's room to get to the girl? That sounds like a horrible idea. It's not through. This one is. Oh. Which is like, I'm like, you were set up for failure. Yeah. Because the only ones I've been in, it's like an open room and there's like a guy's side with urinals and a girl's side. But it was very like still closed. But it was open. It was weird. But um, not weird it was just I'm not used to it no I'm here. not used to it either yeah mm-hmm. definitely um I asked them if it was a women's washroom as well and I remember this very vividly the guy in full light gray suit said yeah it's mixed so I walked into the women's side and there's the first door to get in and then there's another door for your stall um she says I get into the stall and I lock the door as I'm about to sit down I hear the guys laughing really loudly and they start banging around They proceed to open the door to the women's side and continue to laugh. Then they were banging on my stall door super aggressively and trying to open the door. They were twisting. I know, dude, my heart is like beating so fast. Um, They were twisting the handle to open the door and I didn't know what to do, so I just froze. Oh my God. I know. I was so scared. My first thought was that they were going to rape me because they were drunk and there was three of them. They were saying things like, I know you're in there, open the door, all in French. My instinct was to jump out to out the window to get out. I opened the window um, and stood on the toilet seat, but I realized there were bars blocking it, and it was also very a very high drop, so I definitely would have hurt myself. Um, all of a sudden, they ran away laughing, and I heard them slam the door. My heart was pumping out of my chest, so I closed the window and ran out praying that they had actually left. As I walked back to the table, I was trying to calm myself down. I just told myself, everything's okay, you're fine. When I got closer to the table, I couldn't breathe, and I started having my very first panic attack. Oh, no. Dude, have you had a panic attack? I haven't, but I have family they are members no joke. that deal with it. And, yeah. Um, I know how serious they are. I feel like because, again, it's another phrase we like throw around, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have a panic attack. And even I say that, mm-hmm. but I remember the first time I had one – I was like driving and all the and honestly like and that's the thing that's scary is sometimes they're triggered. This obviously makes sense what triggered it. Yes, hers is. But sometimes they're triggered by like nothing. Mm -hmm. And I was driving and I don't I don't even know what I was thinking about, but all of a sudden, like I remember like it felt like someone was like standing on my chest and I like had this like urge like I just wanted to like I needed to take all my clothes off. That's how I felt. Because I I was like I'm suffocating. Yeah. Yeah. Um and when I came back from Africa um, one year, we, long story, maybe we can get into that another episode, but we had like a traumatic thing happen and you, you remember I had panic attacks for a long time and, yeah. and that was like rough, but. And backstory, I, Terrence and her family goes on yeah. uh, trips to Africa yearly. You guys yearly, were going yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> it was yeah. kind of crazy cause you've done it before yeah. and then it like, yeah, kind of came out of And nowhere. then, yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember like. I think that unless you've experienced it, you think it's dramatic. Like you're like, oh, you're having a panic attack, big whoop. You know, yeah, but it's I think a if serious you don't, thing. If you haven't had one yourself or you don't have close people in your life that deal yeah. with it, then it sounds like uh like a like they're being a diva. Yeah. 
and I didn't really because my my mom had had them mm-hmm. um and but by the time I was old enough she had really been able to deal with it a yeah. little bit more um but I remember the first time I saw um someone close to me go through it I I really realized how serious it was yeah um, and I have a few people in my life that deal with it. So, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's no it's joke. It's very serious. And if you're listening to this and you don't know what that's like, mm. honestly, like, I mean, practice empathy in those situations because it's not it's not a fun feeling. And a lot of times you feel very out of control and embarrassed. So, like, you're trying to control yourself because you're like, okay, I'm in the middle. Like, nothing's happening. It makes no sense why I'm feeling this way. And so... Um, yeah, I would just say like try to be sympathetic when yeah. you well, see someone going. Through I think that. that's what's that's what makes these kinds of things worse than like actual physical pain or yeah. getting actually physically hurt. Yeah. Um, because at least there's a you can point to and see the reason yeah. as to why you're feeling this way. Yeah. Like but I'm when you're bleeding going, from my arm. Yeah. It makes but when sense, you're going yeah. through um, a panic attack or anxiety or something like that, there's no one to point blame to. No. And you don't always have a situation where it clearly came from. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I would scary. tell you, I'd be like crying and I would be like, I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know why I'm crying. And yeah. like, it is, it's like, you're like, what, what is wrong with me? Like I'm freaking mm-hmm. broken. You yeah. know, like you feel like that. Well, I think, I think the word, and I don't want to, I don't want to say it. I don't mean this, but I think the word people are afraid of is that they're scared that they're going crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which they're not. No. Like they're just having to sort through Something, all of the yeah. emotions. And actually, um, well, I'll get into it in like the advice part, but like um, it's very interesting. Like I found this article that kind of describes like what anxiety is. Ooh, um, I yeah, it's really that. interesting. Okay, so I'm going to continue. Um, I got back to the table. I was hyperventilating and crying in the middle of the restaurant. My family tried to calm me down, but at this point, point I couldn't process French at all so I was just trying to explain in English after I calmed down I was able to tell them what happened they told the waiter and told the manager um, which they then told us that these guys were travelers and they didn't really have a home which I don't know what that means I don't know if maybe like they just knew these type of guys maybe um yeah I know I know in Europe a lot there's just they are they're travelers so I don't want to say what's the word like back, kind of like backpackers, where they don't oh, okay. really have a home, but they they travel from city to city. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, later, I saw them walk out to have a smoke. I told my family that it was them because she recognized the guy with the gray suit. Uh-huh. My exchange um, student's dad walked out and started talking to them. This impressed me so much. This girl straight up said, "I followed because I wanted to face them." Like, holy crap. And that's why I want to just focus on this part. Because in the end, she goes into how she feels, like, kind of weak. And I just want to say right now, like, this is something not a lot of people could have done. Not a lot of girls. And I am so impressed by this. The fact that, like, you're such a fighter. Like, Mm -hmm. you knew, like, no, I want them to know, like, this was not okay. And honestly, I feel like you probably don't even realize it. But the fact that you did that and you were able to give yourself a voice in that moment, Mm -hmm. like that's going to help you heal so much faster because that's a lot of things like victims of attack. Like they didn't have a chance to speak up and say say like, this is not okay. Like you can't do this to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And on a very selfish, like side note um, there, I feel like um, people like those guys, a lot of times, because the the victim doesn't get a chance to say anything, they never really get to to see the repercussions that they yeah. do to someone. Yeah, you know. So the best thing I'm not saying everyone could do this, but like the best thing for them is to hear from that father 
yeah. and then see her. Yeah, and like realize what, what they actions. were, what they could have because done. Because it doesn't matter that do. they didn't physically do anything like that no, mentally. But like, like, are you clearly kidding me? it still messed with her, and it would mess with anyone. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, okay, so then these guys basically, she goes on to kind of extreme, um, explain the exchange, but basically they're like, "Oh, sorry, we didn't know you were in there." Like, which obviously they did. They literally said, Douche "I know bags. you're in there." Yeah. Um, um, she's like, they obviously knew I was in there because I talked to them. I asked why they did that. They didn't have any answers. They denied it again and again. Idiot, and so them. she finally was like, told them to like F off. And she was just Good like, for her. yeah. Um, she's still in shock and she's glad. She was saying, I'm extremely glad I locked the door. I don't want to know what would have happened if I didn't. Two weeks later, we went out to eat again and I found myself scared to go to the washroom alone. I asked where the washrooms were, but when they told me I did it, I couldn't move. I didn't want to even go, even though I had to. Even when we pass young men in the street, I think about situations, but I know that all guys are not like this. I don't want to be afraid anymore. I know I shouldn't be. Can you guys give me some advice to try and get over this? Thanks. Oh. Holy crap, man. That's This is like... Society gives us, as women, so much for going to the bathroom in groups. But this is uh-huh. why girls go to the bathroom in groups. Seriously, though. Yeah. Like, this is not the first time I've heard a story like this. No. Where where the girl didn't actually get raped, but, like, she got harassed. Yeah. This is why we have bathroom buddies. Yeah. No, totally. And honestly, the thing is, is I love that she said that. Like, she, and, and I feel like I need to correct her in a, in a little bit. In a, why can't I talk? In a way. <laughs> because she says, like, I know she says like I shouldn't be afraid or I know they didn't touch me. That doesn't matter. That does not matter. That fear is very real. And a oh, lot yeah. of times like, you know, like you can have things triggered or traumatic feelings or emotions triggered by things that like it was just like the idea of a possibility. So first mm-hmm. of all, do not undermine what you went through. Like no, that's not terrifying. That, and that I should have imagine. never happened to you. No. Um, it's, it's not okay, even though no. they didn't touch her. No, it's not okay. Not, it's still not acceptable. Not okay. Um, so I'm just going to kind of read off a couple of things I looked up. Um, because, you know, I, the whole you having anxiety after this, all that stuff, like I said, I think it's totally normal. And I think it's something, like with everything, and I've mentioned this before, I think I think we need to get away from, like, us trying to look for quick fixes and mm-hmm. kind of, like, step back and, like, not enjoy the process, but really, like, be a part of the process. Yeah. So, like, you know, you're like, oh, I don't want to have anxiety attacks anymore. Like, why am I feeling this? And you start to get frustrated with yourself. Same thing about losing weight. Like, you start to focus on this, like, end goal instead of, like, acknowledging, like, the, the little progresses you make. Progresses? Is that progresses? Little steps. Little steps you make. Um, So, I just want to say it's a step at a time. Mm-hmm. But I did look up anxiety. And this was very interesting to me. So it says, the experience of anxiety involves nervous system arousal. If your nervous system is not aroused, you can't experience anxiety. Understandably, but unfortunately, most people attempt to cope with feelings of anxiety by avoiding situations or objects that elicit that feeling, which is so true. Like, right? Like, I'm afraid of flying, so I just don't fly. Or Mm -hmm. I don't like heights, so I avoid this. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of, like, avoid anything that causes that. Well, and I, feel like, I feel like that's a natural human instinct. Oh, totally. It's, oh, pain? Oh, stress? Yeah, no, let me get I'm going to go this way. Yeah, like, yeah. excuse me no, while totally. I go the long way around, you know? Yeah. Um, so it says avoidance, however, prevents your nervous system from ha- habituate. 
Sorry, let me try that sentence. <laughs> Good try. Avoidance, however, prevents your nervous system from habituating. Therefore, avoidance guarantees that the feared object or situation will remain novel, mm-hmm. hence provoking anxiety. Yes. So avoidance, you know, basically, like, it's it's that whole idea, like, um, when you are avoiding something, it kind of, like, grows, right? So, right. like... First, you're like, I don't like elevators. So then you don't go on that specific elevator that something happened. Then all of a sudden, I won't go on elevators at all. Then all of a sudden, it's like, I don't even want to go in a building where there's an elevator. Mm -hmm. So it starts to grow because you start to, like, avoid more and more. Yeah, your circle starts to get bigger and bigger. Yes. Um, uh, And also it was saying, so when also when you avoid something that scares you, you tend to experience a sense of failure. So Mm -hmm. every time, like if she goes to a restaurant and she has to go to the bathroom and can't go, not only is like that fear still there, but now she's going to start to reflect on herself, which is why I think she's starting to think negative. Like, I shouldn't be scared. Like, why am I feeling this way? Mm -hmm. Um, Because like everything, like you tend to like turn it on yourself because that's what you can control, you know? Yeah. Um, So... They, the art, a lot of articles I read, it really like pushes exposure. Yeah. Um, which exposure therapy is intense. And every time I think of exposure therapy, I think of like someone who's afraid of snakes and you see them like in a bucket yeah. with like yeah. snakes for yeah. all. You know what I mean? Oh my God. What was that show? The, the scary oh, show? Fear um, Factor. Fear Factor. Yeah, I that, could never do that. I would show. always think of that. Yeah. Even sure. if they were like, you'll mint. You'll win. You'll win like millions of dollars. No, I think you. I couldn't I do it. I can't. Yeah. I would have dreams and nightmares for the rest Heck of my life. Freaking no. Um, so this talks about exposure and how basically as you start to confront your fear, you gain power and your anxiety loses strength. And honestly, I think that's in anything. Like mm-hmm. once you start to like speak something, right? Like um a lot of times I'll come to you and I'll start crying and I'm telling you like I've really been feeling this about myself. And sometimes I'll even tell you, like, I don't, I'm not trying to get you to say, like, no, like, you're not. But it's like, I just need to say it because I know that I'm going, like, I'm going crazy in my mind because I'm, like, fixating on it. Yeah, well, and if you don't say something out, the second you say something out loud, I'm just, it becomes more doable. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, it it's physically out there, yeah. and you can process it more. Totally. When it's in your head, it has too much power. No, it's, you circulate, yeah. You haven't told anyone. There's too many emotions involved and you haven't been able to like really think it through but the second you start saying it out loud all of a sudden it has like you can see it you could it's like you can touch it all of a sudden and you can process it easier yeah the second I mean that's why therapy works that's why totally that's why talking to friends is so important yeah and I think the more you normalize something, um, which I I totally get if, like, you're not wanting to talk about it. But, like, for mm-hmm. me, if this was me and I knew this was a thing, like, I would make sure all my friends knew. Or if I was with someone and I was, like, I'd be, like, hey, like, I had, like, a weird traumatic thing happen in a bathroom. Like, do you mind going with me? And, like, making it nonchalant, even though it's not a nonchalant fear. Yeah. But I think the more that you start to, like, talk about it and normalize it, it takes that power away from me being, like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, I don't want this to be a thing. You know what I mean? Definitely. I remember when I was in, I think I was 20. I think I was 20. And I got in my first major car accident. Oh, yeah. Um, I, it was raining and I hydroplaned and I hit a wall. And luckily, I don't know how, but I was in the carpool lane. I I managed to get across eight lanes and on the other side of the road. And I couldn't drive. For a, for a moment. And I remember my dad making me. Yeah. Like, 
like he, that whole when you fall off the horse get back on get, like the yeah. whole it was mm-hmm. a, such a true thing he was so sweet he bought me a coffee <laughs> and put it in the car and said we need to go for a drive yeah and I remember being like I can't do I, it. I, I yeah. can't, and I just wanted to cry. And I remember being so emotional. Um, and he was like, "Ashley, if you don't start driving again soon, yeah, it's going to become a lot worse than it totally. is right now." And I think there's something really true to that because yeah. I mean, it took me a long time, and I still, when it rains, get nervous. Yeah. Um, to this day, and that was a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, if he didn't make me get back on, I think I think I would have had a, yeah. real, a real hard time. Well, and I think if you start to think about it, like, scientifically, like what we just were talking about, like, it's literally your nerves are going crazy because yeah. you had, like, a traumatic thing. Which and the more that happens, Yeah, like, that's not, it's not you. You're not like, going crazy. Yeah. At all. Um, but the more that happens, the more your body starts to, like, regulate itself, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I know we're running out of time, but I just want to say just, like, a few simple things. I would take small steps. Like, oh, baby steps. start with, like, having someone go out, go with you to the bathroom. Then have someone just stand outside the door while you're going. Then maybe, like, be on the phone with someone, like, while you go. Like, little things like that until you feel comfortable to start to go on your own. But don't push yourself. And like I said, find people you trust that you can be. I know that if I told Ashley, like, dude, I'm freaking out right now. Can you just stand outside the door? She'd be like, okay. Like, your friends are going to be there for you through it. Oh, so, course. like, don't underestimate what they can do. Yeah. Um, And I think also, like, it's okay to be cautious. I think we were created with brains and to be able to, like, critically think and also, like, shift when we've had something happen. Like, you learn from it. So if you always go into a bathroom with, like, pepper spray available, like, that doesn't make you crazy. That means makes you, like, prepared mm-hmm. and you have just reason to feel that way. Yeah. So, like, do what you got to do to like make yourself feel okay like yeah. it's okay to not feel comfortable going but like have something with you you know what I mean yeah um and then also I would say just to like keep focusing on the positive like the fact that like you were safe and like focus on what didn't happen instead of like what could have like yeah which is kind of the same thing but you know what I mean like shifting like how you think about it. Yeah, just yeah. shifting that. Um, and then also find your routine for dealing with anxiety. I mean, a lot of specialists will talk about different techniques, like um, deep breathing is a huge thing, uh, focusing on like a, a point, like finding something on the wall and focusing on it, closing your eyes, identifying that you're you're having a panic attack. And then there's also things like um, you can do like muscle reaction techniques, so stuff like where you like – Tense up your shoulders really tight, then you take a breath and then you let go. Or, like, clench your fist really tight, then take a breath and let go. Like, Mm -hmm. practicing those things of, like, tightening and releasing. So there's a lot of, like, little things that you can do that, like, people won't even know you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm tensing my shoulders, I can just be like, oh, I'm stretching. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But find your routine. We both just tensed our shoulders. (laughs) Yeah. Find your routine. Find what works with you. And if it's not working, like, seek professional help. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. And... It's if it's if it's seriously affecting your day to day life, I think you totally should do it. I 100 percent agree with a that. Thousand, it has, yeah. I don't know why people have such a weird no idea. We of, all need therapy. therapy. Yeah. Um, I think it's the most amazing thing that's happened. Yeah. And I think everyone should go through it at some point. And, totally. Um, and I mean, I just on like a super side note, um, I think a lot of people would n- like need to hear this story. Yeah, I think I know it's scary and it's vulnerable to talk about your story. But the more people you tell, the more the more aware people will be going to the bathroom. Yeah. And and people 
probably don't think of going to the bathroom as a scary thing, but especially as women, like, yeah, it's important that we that we think about those things because yeah. that happens constantly. Yeah. And this I mean, people don't talk about it because they get embarrassed or because it was so traumatic and it affected them. But I feel like the more we talk about it, the more and the, and the more we make people aware of these situations and how, yeah. how, how often they happen, the more we prepare other people. Oh, totally. You know, because like, I mean, hearing that story now. Um, I guarantee you the next time I go into a, a mixed gender bathroom, I'm going to be gonna a little be aware, more aware. Yeah. And yeah. I like really appreciate you, Anonymous, for telling me that because yeah. um, I like I guarantee you I'll tell my sister too. Like I'll tell my friends. I'll, yeah. You know, like, be hey, safe. just be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I also like I don't feel as embarrassed or or silly going to the bathroom with a bunch of my girlfriends. Yeah. Because if someone gives me crap for that, I'll be like... You never Screw know. You. Yeah, yeah. You don't this know. is my crew. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we do. Totally. And we protect each other. And you telling people your story is a way of protecting them. So. Oh, totally. No, it's uh, this is a powerful story. And a lot of people are victims of things very similar to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I definitely thank you for sharing it with us. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we helped you a little bit with just like little techniques. But honestly, um, like seek whatever help you need and like don't be embarrassed or ashamed at all so take away that language of I shouldn't feel this way or yeah. what like if you if it's affecting you get help but like you have you are totally valid for feeling this mm-hmm. um and we definitely support you through it but yeah. um I'm so sorry that happened to you like yeah. that's horrible also I just want to give a big shout out to her exchange family I know for being there for her and the dad yeah. going out there and saying something I'm pr- yeah that is amazing. scary because yeah. I mean those are those are three guys and he's just one guy yeah you know yeah. so like good for him for yeah for doing the right thing totally uh, I want to hug you I know <laughs> that's what sucks about this I, know. I just want to hug you sit like right in front of us yeah <laughs> I want to take you to coffee and hug you okay. yeah <clears throat> but you got this girl like yeah Email us back. Please. Send us a selfie. Send us a selfie. <laughs> On the toilet. Just kidding. <laughs> too soon. Too yeah, soon. too soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for sharing. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Yes. We are falling more and more in love with our unsolicited oh, advice no, fam. You guys fam. are the best. Um, be sure to rate, review, share, and like. Subscribe. Subscribe. I lost it. I tried. You did good. Rate, review, subscribe and share yes rate review share subscribe one of those one of those (laughs) (laughs) um follow us on our socials we have instagram twitter um and then again if you have any stories that you want to share or get advice on please email us at advice unsolicited pod at gmail.com i'm so excited um for you guys to send in your stories i've been loving them it's honestly like the highlight of my week um so yeah we're looking forward to that and that's all we have for you today yeah Thank you so much for listening. Have a happy Monday. Happy Monday. Bye. Bye.